Constructed Futures. I'm Hugh Seaton. Today I'm here with Jason Burke, founder of Allstage. Jason, welcome to the podcast. Hugh, thanks for having me. Well, let's start with what Allstage does. So Hugh, Allstage is a Boston-based invest tech platform business. And what we're doing is we're bringing collaboration to early stage investing and fundraising. So that really means building products that are helping the human beings that are part of those processes, the investors, the founders, all the folks that are part of those processes to, to work with each other and create relationships. The investing and fundraising has generally been all human driven, usually VC firms sitting around, you know, sitting around the proverbial table or investors and founders meeting in the coffee shop. We've obviously the last several years have brought challenges to that sort of process, but we also think that product can help play a role to streamline the process and bring in data. So all stages products are operating alongside those human beings throughout the process to, to make, make for better investment decisions, a better fundraising process, and to enable the, the creation of relationships between, between the various stakeholders. And you've played more than one role in that, right? You've both been on the investor side as well as on the, on the investee side, right? Yeah, this this company came out of you know facing the same pains that we're solving at Allstage. So I'm a longtime startup guy myself. spent a spent a career coming out of Tufts University, first building software as an engineer for about six or seven years, and, and sort of moving across the spectrum through product management, product leadership, and, and business development and corporate strategy. And I also started angel investing as a way alongside what I was doing within my day job to sort of stay close to the entrepreneurial ecosystem and invest in great companies. So I was an angel investor and about four years ago, five or six friends and I founded an angel group out of Boston called TBD Angels. And, and really the impetus for founding this group is that we were all active angels in Boston, which is a really hot scene as it relates to innovation and investing. But we were somewhat griping about the fact that despite all of the amazing things like innovation and, and, and the university scene and all of the great things about Boston, there wasn't a great community of angel investors that could work with each other and leverage the collective knowledge of the group to make better investment decisions. And so we, we, we started TBD Angels as a way to address that gap that we saw in the market. And as we started to build this, as we started to build the, the investment group, I started to recognize as a, as a recovering engineer and a recovering product person myself that we weren't going to be able to deliver against our goal to enable that collaboration if we were going to lean on the processes and tools that angel networks have generally used to date, which is you know email or substandard tools. And we really needed purpose-built product to, to be able to enable that engagement across what's now 300 members within TBD Angels to do things like l- submit deal opportunities and vote and provide feedback and, and, and ask questions. And that was really what ended up creating Allstage. And as, as we started engaging with more and more entrepreneurs throughout the process within our deal flow, also recognized that there were a lot of pain points and challenging friction points for founders as they fundraise. So this is sort of how the, the various products set within Allstage came to be is that I personally, as, as both an investor and entrepreneur, was, was struggling from some of these things. And it gave me sort of the ability to play the role as both the user of these products, as both an investor and a founder, and, and really voice of customer, the one for which these products are being built, as well as the founder of the company that's building these tools. 
I want to dig in on something you just talked about. So you mentioned startup pain points in addition to obviously investor needs and pain points. And that's really interesting because as a founder myself, I'll tell you that some of the other platforms that are out there very obviously are not made for startups. They're very obviously made to make things easier for the investor with the assumption that startups will come no matter what you put in front of them, which is a fair assumption until things are moving quickly and you need to update things and there's other options out there. And you know what? So I, I think I'd love to hear your thoughts on what pain points for startups that you guys have, have addressed and, and are part of the story. Sure. So we really do believe that products can be built that are beneficial for both sides. Prior to entering the world of, of building InvestTech, I spent a lot of time in advertising technology, building tools to optimize digital video and, and TV ads. Um, and I used to joke that these products either need to be built for one side or the other. They need to either be built for the media owner or the advertiser. And, and my joke was that you can't be a Red Sox fan and a Yankees fan at the same time. You have to choose one or the other. There are certain things with InvestTech where, where that, that, that joke still can play out, but we do believe that both sides win if both investors as well as the companies that are fundraising have the right tools to eliminate, eliminate friction in the process. So Hugh, you asked about how this helps out entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs, especially in, in today's sort of macro economy and the challenges that those fundraising have faced over the last two years, founders are challenged with one, getting the attention of investors. And a lot of investors have very heavy deal flow. Their email inboxes, their LinkedIn messages, their Twitter feed is filled with cold outreach from, from founders, from warm intros from folks in their network. And founders are up against trying to, to break away from that noise and be, become noticed. And founders also face the challenge of, of having generally leaned on one-way tools for reaching out to an investor. So if you, if you're an investor and if I'm a founder who's raising money and I use one of the tools that, you know, I'll leave some names out of this, but if I use one of the tools to share my deck, that's just a one-way communication channel. I send my deck to Hugh and I twiddle my thumbs waiting for a response back. And, and Hugh may have a question about, you know, about something about the company or want to provide feedback in the, in the tools that have existed, whether it's sending a deck over an email attachment or a third-party tool have fallen short on enabling that collaboration between Jason as a founder and Hugh as an investor. So we think there's a lot of opportunity to benefit both sides through a tool that allows for that, that natural interaction that generally happens within a, a fundraising investing interaction. But we also think there's a lot of opportunity to take advantage of data and take advantage of technology to help, for example, help a founder find the right investors that are appropriate, that are looking for opportunities in that company's sector, or help the investor find opportunities that align with their investment thesis and other goals. So that's how we see the role of product playing a role or the, the role of product for both types of stakeholders. That was the most uh, Boston analogy you could possibly make with the Red Sox and the Yankees. Love it. To get a little concrete, as someone who's used the platform a little bit, some of what I think you've, you've done is make it so that it's, it's remarkably smooth and, and painless, which, again, is not always the case with, with platforms like this. I, I love your point about data. Obviously, that's something a little bit more on the investor side, but, but even so, it, 
it's nice to be able to be quickly discovered and to be indexed in a way that that you're not going to get people like you know my company obviously deals with construction technology it's it's a harder conversation talking to people that that aren't open to that or that don't have some familiarity with it so knowing that that somebody who's coming to talk to us or that we're going to talk to does or doesn't know that or doesn't come from that background or doesn't often invest in our area means we we will prepare things differently so i think it sounds like a lot of the, the, tr- the friction is one part, transparency is another part of that. Is that how you look at it? That's exactly how we look at it. I mean, it, you can think of it as taking a page out of the YouTube playbook in that when Hugh is, is watching videos on YouTube, YouTube starts to understand what Hugh likes and doesn't like. So one of the things we're able to do at, at all stage is uh, start to infer what users of the platform like or don't like and and do that in a way that can help create a better experience for that end user. Uh, So as an example, if Hugh as an investor is um, reviewing his deal flow within some of the all-stage products, Hugh is one, able to declare his preferences around which types of industries he is most interested in, or he wants to see companies raising rounds at a certain valuation range. But the system's also able to understand and infer what Hugh likes around his activity within the platform. So if Hugh tends to vote positively or provide positive feedback on deals with a certain team makeup or from a certain geography, he may not have explicitly declared that in the platform, but that data is helping understand what Hugh likes, similar to the way that YouTube is understanding what types of videos Hugh likes, all stages recognizing what types of deals. So you can flip that mirror image of that and the same sort of way that data can be used to support the founder as well. So we really think there is an opportunity to be using data in a way that improves the experience for both sides and everyone wins. Yeah, I love that. And I got to ask, you know, it sounds like some of the, the features you've created are, are at least in part a reaction to the fact that, that things are done remotely that people really wanted to do in person in the past. It was, you know, five years ago, investing via Zoom and, and having, you know, almost all or if not all of the meetings remotely was almost never done. It was certainly a lot rarer than it is now. And it feels like that's really, you know, created a need for a platform like yours that provides a lot of that visibility and provides a lot of quantitative information to supplement what you're going to get qualitatively from through the Zoom or through other areas. Do you think that that's a lot of what what drove your your product strategy? I think, you know, the the, the fact that everyone in the world is 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 more digitally focused now than they may have been 10, 20 years ago is one of the one of the sort of driving elements towards the reason why now from a timing point of view is the reason to build all stage and timing the success of a company success of any startup you know there's many elements that drive whether a company is successful or not and i do believe timing is is one of those i, I like to use the analogy that elon musk had he tried to build tesla in 1999, it wouldn't have worked. It's not because uh, Elon wasn't as innovative or didn't have the ability to execute like he can today, but things like LiDAR and things like cloud compute didn't exist then. So we're in a similar situation with Allstage in that there's a a confluence of, of elements that are helping drive the need for tools like this. But 
you know, when, when Allstage started, or at least the, uh, the seeds were planted for what became Allstage, when that happened was just about four years ago. And if we look back, if we, you know, turn the clock back four years ago, what, were, what was happening, we were just about to enter a, a global pandemic where everyone was doing everything from their home office or in their bedroom. So we had just started TBD Angels literally two weeks before the pandemic. So all of the ways an investment group may have otherwise managed deal flow and invited founders for pitches, you know, in a, a shared office space or at a coffee shop, that sort of stuff wasn't happening. So we're sort of forced to to use digital tools. So that it was a driving factor, but I wouldn't say that it was the reason for creating Allstage. Really, Allstage is absolutely helping remove some of the friction and sort of democratize the access to and the engagement with deals, no matter where you're located uh, geographically, where you're located on the, the 24-hour clock, again, tied back to, to geography, or you know whether you happen to come from you know, an underrepresented area where you know, deal flow or access to investors might be less than in other areas, you know, hot areas like Boston or Silicon Valley or New York City. That sort of stuff goes away once you start to bring these things into digital tools. So the, these are benefits to, you know, as the world starts to move from some of the status quo processes over to more digitally focused tools and incorporating those into the process, everyone wins. Yeah, that makes sense. So when you think about for an investor, what is it like to adopt? Like, what's it like if you say, okay, I really like what you're talking about. I want to be on that platform. It's going to help us. It's going to help me. What is onboarding and adoption like? Sure. So I'll describe the two products within Allstage and then get to that question specific to investors. But Allstage is an invest tech platform business, and we're building for both founders and investors. We believe that if you build for one and not the other, then both will fall short. You know, any any solution will fall short, and and I think that's sort of what you're alluding to a little bit, Hugh, with respect to the the tools that have existed to date. So our two products are showcase for founders and founders use showcase to run their fundraising process, and that means to set up their deal share their deal with their chosen investors and enable engagement, enable those those invitees that they send their deal to, to ask questions, to provide feedback, to register commitments. Our investment group product is called Community. So that is for an investment group, which is really just a, a general term for multiple investors. And that might be represented by an angel network or a VC firm or an accelerator program that has a huge network of mentors and investors that they share their cohorts with. And community is being used by these investment groups to surface deal flow and allow that group to process all of those deals throughout the life cycle. So from the deal coming into the group to all of those investors within the group to be able to see the deal, look at the data room, provide feedback through voting and, and sort of qualitative and quantitative feedback and moving through the process up until the point of the actual investment itself. So that's where Allstage stops in both of its products. It's laser focused on the first phase of fundraising and investing, which is from the deal being created and presented to investors up until the decision to invest. And we think that's the most important phase of the life cycle because that is what takes one to five months of time of interactions between founders and investors. And, and, and if we can pro pro create products that help 
ease that interaction between founder and investor and incorporate data, then that process can one, move faster, and two, the outcomes are better. The investors are making better investment decisions and the founders are successfully raising money and creating those relationships with the investors so that throughout the the marathon that they'll be running and building their business, they'll have a continued relationship with those investors beyond just the, the transactional check that is coming into the company at the time of the investment. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, the, the continuity past past a check is is one of the things that is so critical, and and it's anything anything you can do to make it easier for a founder to, to do a good job there. I think is 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 a big deal, right? As an investor yourself, you obviously have felt the, the frustration in the past of like, okay, can we get an update? <laughs> Depending on the stage, so being able to make that easier is uh, is a big deal. So as someone who's in a pretty unique position, both on the data side and as an investor yourself. How have you found that the, the the data from the platform has given you a view of of what's going on in the world that you may maybe did wouldn't have had otherwise? Yeah, I like to describe the uh, the data from the platform as data exhaust. Um, so if you think about exhaust from a vehicle, it's just smoke spewing out of the tailpipe and and generally is considered waste. But the reality is that you know unlike in a vehicle, the the exhaust that's coming out of a platform like Allstage can be capitalized on. And, you know, that's what we're doing with taking that data in. And, you know, in the example I was describing earlier around the data and activity associated with the way in which Hugh interacts with deals, if if Hugh is an investor in the platform, that can be used as feeding back into the product to do things like surface the right opportunities to Hugh versus different ones to Jason based on the information that that's leveraged. And the platform is is seeing this data. You know, this example that I'm walking through is just Hugh specifically. The platform is seeing this data exhaust for Hugh and Jason and you know thousands of other investors. It's also seeing this this activity for thousands of companies that are leveraging the tools for their fundraising process. And when you start to look at the data, when the platform is looking at the data holistically, it starts to understand trends. It starts to understand you know, the ways in which the ecosystem as a whole is perceiving deals in a particular type of industry, for example. So we predict that there are going to be some really compelling products and features that can be built with the data. And I say we predict and can be done because we don't know you know th- this is the data what we're seeing is that the data is is really is really valuable we're already starting to create real value for founders investors within the platform but you know we don't know what this this data is going to reveal over the long run but you know just as an example we're we're starting to see that the use of or the the, the ways in which investors perceive particular types of deals varies based on whether that's a new investor versus an investor that's been investing for a long time. So that's something that you can only start to uncover when you're looking at a lot of data over a long period of time. And how can that sort of insight be leveraged by investors and founders? You know, maybe that's something that a founder could could use to prepare their strategy on which investors they should approach at which phases of their fundraising life cycle. So these are the things we think a lot about. I mean, what, what y- y- your question, I'm, I'm not answering your question directly, but it, it's a little bit fuzzy because it's, it's, it's become clear that there is a lot of data. There's some real opportunities to take advantage of this and, and build features that use this data as an input. 
And at the highest level, we know we can create value for founders and investors with it. But that's one of the things that makes, you know, makes things exciting about building a company in this space. Love it. Well, a fair number of the people listening to this are on one end or the other of this equation. Where can people learn more about what you're up to and, and how they can get involved? Sure. So we, we try to make a lot of noise about the innovations that are happening in our space. There has been, I would say, a lack of innovation in the invest tech space, especially around things like you know, streamlining the process and using data. So we're trying to make a lot of noise about this. We do this through our LinkedIn, our LinkedIn page on, on, on Allstage and Twitter slash X. So our website is allstage.co. And our, you can find us on Twitter at Allstage Invest, and, and you can also find us on, on LinkedIn. Um, so what you, you'll, you'll see a lot of there is just announcements about our continued product enhancements and look for, look for a lot more interesting things coming over the next zero to 24 months. Some of the things that I was alluding to there where you know we're, we'll be continuing to create connective tissue between those two types of stakeholders that are using our products, the founders and, and the investors who ultimately need to interact with each other to meet their respective goals. The investor is always looking to find better companies. The founder is always looking for more investors. And we know that the products we built are, you know, are pulling those, pulling those groups closer together and making it easier for both of those groups to meet their goals. Fantastic. Well, Jason, I'm excited about your platform and a lot of what you just mentioned in terms of ways to find you guys will have in the show notes. Thank you for being on the podcast. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. 